0: Okay, everybody, I think we've started,
1: right? You guys are here? Yeah. Yeah, we're here. What's up?
0: We're
1: here. Okay, so
0: we are taking a little bit of break as we prepare for season two and digest the feedback from our many emails and voicemails from our listeners. So many, I can't keep up with them. In the meantime, we're going to re-release some of our uh, lesser known episodes and backstory as we prepare to come back fresh and better. So, Uh, Right now, what we're going to bring you is the first movie that we reviewed, which was actually a double feature, uh, where we reviewed Pee-Wee's Big Adventure and Goodfellas. Uh, So uh, last year, I went on a trip to Chicago and on the airplane watched one of these movies on the way and one of these movies on the way home. And so we kind of go into details there. Do you guys remember anything from these episodes? not much
2: no i remember I, what you think of them I, but. I
0: think the most important thing here is that like this is the beginning of the podcast so things are a little rough they're a little all they're over super the place. polished now but the the big thing is at this point a year ago Wee's big adventure was the worst movie i'd ever seen in my life and so you'll listen to that reaction. And if you've been listening for a while and heard us talk about the Pee-wee bump, you'll note that several worse movies have made the list and made me change my mind, which is why we'll be revisiting Pee-wee uh, in the first episode we release in season two in January. So anything you guys want to add? Ryan, you guys. Ryan, Ryan, do you have anything yeah, to add? My, my foot. <laughs> my, my foot's asleep. Good. Great content as always, guys. Aren't the, are they? People are going to be surprised how yeah, like, yeah, so not professional this, this, this is to be this podcast started. is going to be before the invention of trivia, and this might be the episode where we first create the climometer. So, uh,
1: maybe where all of the drops from the climometer come from.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, uh, enjoy this uh, flashback to, I think, our third episode ever where we first started to review movies. Enjoy.
1: All right. Welcome to the Miseducation of Sheltered Bill. I'm your host, Ryan White. I'm uh, here with my friends, Rick Bailey. Hi. And Bill Clem.
0: I'm the aforementioned Sheltered Bill. The titular yes. Bill
1: Clem, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> so, <laughs> we found that Bill is not aware of a lot of things that both Rick and I have experienced in our, in our youth and, uh, each week we are assigning Bill some homework, movies to watch, music to listen to, things to learn about that, uh, are kind of in the zeitgeist of people in our age group. So Bill had an assignment last week,
0: which with- is, which is still, which is still our prime. I think we should get that out.
1: Yeah. Uh, Bill was assigned last week to watch both <laughs> Goodfellas and Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. Is that correct, Rick?
2: Uh Pee-Wee's oh. Big Adventure, but yeah, it's all the same to me. Pee Wee's Big same Adventure. Same guy. Um P P W, PW. Aging <laughs> Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman.
1: So Bill had the opportunity to watch these movies. Uh-huh. And uh, what'd you think? Well, I think we should start with
2: should we rank these two movies? Mm. Let's talk about your favorite one yes. first.
1: Yes. Which movie, Bill, did you like okay, the so, best? Okay, so I'll say, like, if if I'm
0: ranking them, one of them ranks up there with good movies that I would recommend or watch again if it was on. The other ranks with, why does this exist? This should not be a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan thinks he can guess which is which. I've
1: got a pretty good idea.
2: You know what? I have no guesses at this point. Mm. I'm pretty lost in this podcast.
0: (laughs) And you never know what it could be.
1: Well, Bill's brain is a maze and a trap.
0: So, yes. Yeah, let's start off with the watchable one. I went to Chicago last weekend, and on the plane, there was certain movies that were available to watch, and Goodfellas was one of them. Upon the recommendation in the assignment, I watched Goodfellas, and I made sure that it was not an edited version. Yes, yeah, very important. Which, after having watched the movie, I don't know what would be the edited version. It would be a <laughs> trailer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So
0: you you preempted.
2: you watched that. So now we want to talk about Pee-wee, your favorite movie. Correct? No. No. We're
0: (laughs) no because because Good Goodfellas was watchable. Um, that puts it far above Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Uh, Okay. Uh, Goodfellas was. You know, it's interesting because I. First off, is it a true? Is it based on a true story? Yes. Okay. Which is why, at the end, they're like, so-and-so was, you know, whatever his name was, Ray Liotta's character was, like, later on arrested for a drug charge in Seattle or something yeah. after going into witness protection, right? Yeah. Yeah it, it kind of had that true story biopic feel because it was just kind of, here's some characters going from one thing to another thing, to another thing. And it didn't really feel like anyone had like written a plot or designed a purpose for anyone to be doing anything in the movie. <laughs> but that, that being said, the characters were interesting and uh, you know, it was it was kind of fun to watch the hijinks that these fellas were pulling off. Right? Did you watch so, Goodfellas. My favorite or did you character? Home Alone. <laughs> I don't want to talk about. Uh, I Henry watched Goodfellas.
2: that he got up to <laughs> with all the murder and drug dealing.
0: <laughs> well, it kind of felt like until he got like real heavy into cocaine use. He was kind of the like reasonable one there. I guess it was really in prison that he kind of started going downhill.
1: Huh? Would you kind of say that? Generally, generally when someone goes to prison.
0: Yeah. I mean, Joe Pesci was the loose cannon and, and Robert De Niro was the like guy who was willing to push the envelope. And, uh, you know, Ray Liotta was just kind of holding them together and was the good boy, you know, good for the mob. He was the good, still, he was the good you know. fella. Come on. Sure. Come sure. On there. <laughs> uh, no. Right. Right. My favorite character in the whole movie was Karen. Um, Karen. She was the best. She, Karen was the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just, just from From the moment she entered into the story, then it was like fun, and there was someone that would like talk back to Ray, and how he had to be, you know, accountable to her, and and try and hide what was going on at first before she got on board with it. But yeah, no, I liked I liked her the best. She was the funniest. I thought she was the best actor in the movie, and reminded me. At first, I thought it, it was uh, what's her name, uh, the doctor from Who's the bananas. girl that was in Forget Paris with Billy Crystal? No, no, no. <laughs> what's the name of the girl that was in Forget Paris with Billy Crystal? Who are you asking this question to? I don't know, no? Bill. <laughs> I don't know. You guys don't know Forget Paris? That's no. like. Oh, that movie's awesome! Are you going to put oh, it on? That's, your what list? It, that's no, it's so good. You we guys just, have to see that movie. <laughs> you like a you like a good love story. I do. We need to
2: probably get a list going, Ryan, of things that Bill wants us to watch.
0: Because right, it's a clap back list. Exactly. Um, Let me jump back into this. So, good fellas. Here is my synopsis of the movie. Like, if someone was now asking me hey, what's with this movie Goodfellas? What's it about? Here's what I would say, okay? It's about a kid who wants to skip school and make a bunch of money for the Italian mob by getting them sandwiches and lighting cars on fire, right? And so then he grows up. He's not really one of them, but they kind of accept him. And then he makes friends with a sleazeball who gets him into all kinds of trouble because he can't control his temper. And that's Joe Pesci right Mm. and then uh basically they get up to some shenanigans you know there's still a few things they kill a few people and then they all get busted and they all go to prison and then he becomes a drug addict and then by the time he gets out of prison his wife is so upset that the money didn't keep coming in when she was in prison, that now she's all on board with that crime lifestyle and helps him set up his cocaine empire. And eventually it all comes crashing down around him and he becomes a rat, rats, everyone else and hides in witness protection program.
2: Okay. So what I've just learned is I'm never going to ask Bill to describe a movie for me. Cause he's going to ruin the whole thing. <laughs> what's this movie about? <laughs> here's the beginning to end.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a synopsis, not a like, here's what, like, I mean, sure. You whatever. didn't have any quotes, you know but saying? other than like, that, we, we got the whole story. <laughs> right. I've heard people quote lots of times. Joe Pesci's line about being a clown. Like, am I yeah. funny how? Right. Yep. Yeah. So I saw that scene. I was like, oh, that's what that's from. Yeah. Get your fucking shine box. How about that? Have you heard of that before? Uh, it's part of the whole no. that's Right. That's the scene where he kills the made man, which is right. what causes yeah. him to be killed when right. he thinks he's getting made at the end. Yeah. yeah. But I have a question for you.
2: What movie is better? And I'm going to assume you've seen the other one. Goodfellas or Dances with Wolves?
1: That's an odd assumption. I don't think I've us- seen Dances with Wolves.
2: Really? Seems like right up your alley. Yeah. That's Kevin Costner and some Indians. Yes. Well, Native Americans, but
1: (laughs) one line. uh,
0: Well, I'll bet in the movie they're called Indians. (laughs) (laughs) Here's some context. I watched Goodfellas on the plane on the way to Chicago. And on the way home, I watched Bad Boys 3, Bad Boys for Life. Mm. And I liked that one way better. Ugh. Okay.
2: I haven't watched part three of bad boys because it doesn't seem worth my time. But the reason I asked about dancing with wolves it is. is because just so you know, that movie beat Goodfellas for the Academy Award the year they were both nominated. Okay. Which was, it's just, if it, it, this would be a way better topic if you had seen that movie. <laughs> um, so as while we were talking about this movie, I just thought of what we should be doing with this podcast a bit. We need to make a Bill Clem scale. A I don't know Clem-o-meter? What be. Yeah, because we have we've we've had the Rolling Stones.
0: I like Clemometer better.
2: <laughs>
0: um. Well, and what does the scale look
1: like? How does the Clemometer work? <laughs> Did you just say Clemato? Okay, <laughs> so
0: so what, what I could do is. Everything that I get exposed to I could rank based on the other things that I've been exposed to so far. Mm. So like right now, there's three things on the list, right? And I would say it probably goes Goodfellas at the top, Rolling uh... Stones in the Middle, Pee Wee's Big Adventure at the bottom. Well, now, I like
2: it. We need some kind of a star rating system. It doesn't have to be stars per se, but we need to have be able to rank things so we understand where you're actually coming from because I don't feel like you're ever going to give anything a grave review. You're too jaded
0: at this point. Ah, see, there are some things that I think... I, I disagree. I disagree. I think I can a tr- appreciate something that's truly good when I see it or hear it. <laughs> well, we're going to find or I'm out. exposed to it. So how are we going to tell people? Yeah.
1: So, I don't know if you guys are familiar with a show called Top Gear. Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Weird. They did a thing where they'd race every car with the same driver and the same track and then list them all in a list to see where they fit. So I feel like this is very much the same thing. Like Bill's going to be our control subject to test all these things against to see where they fit in his unique situation.
2: So then maybe what we need to do is we need to have the climometer have a top and bottom.
1: Yes. We need to calibrate the scale. Yeah.
2: yeah. So what's what's at the top of the scale? Yeah.
1: We don't know yet. <laughs> no.
2: What's the top of what's top of the scale <laughs> of things you have been exposed to in your life? So your favorite thing.
0: What's your favorite thing?
2: Well, this is a family podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it is it fucking
1: a family podcast? <laughs>
0: Um, And your favorite thing is making a family. (laughs) Do we need to have this list? (laughs) Do we need a music
1: and a movie list? I think they can live on one. Okay. Bill, do you think you Mm -hmm. can rate the things on one, one continuum?
0: Yeah, I think, I think what we can do is whenever we consider a season, a season, I can have all, all on a continuum. And then as new things are exposed, we'll know, you know, it's, you know, somewhere rated from Pee Wee to who knows some great thing. I haven't discovered (laughs) Like how
1: Pee Wee is automatically the bottom. Now I got it, Bill. What's your favorite
0: candy? Ooh. Ah, well, I don't don't like chocolate, so it's It's, something fruity, uh, probably Skittles. You can't say my favorite candy is not chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is what I said, but Skittles probably. Okay. So the top of the scale, I also like Reese's Pieces great i'm glad you didn't say reese's
2: pieces what is your least favorite candy <laughs> and you can't just say chocolate plain m&ms great so the scale is skittles to m&ms and we're gonna put movies and music on the scale from skittles to m&ms
1: see i was gonna go <laughs> seltzer best seltzer cool. to Worst seltzer because that's another unique bill trade. Ooh, yeah. What's your well, favorite? Yeah, like at the
0: top would be like San Juan. San Juan seltzer would be like at the, the rose. top. rosé. And at the bottom would be... Bud Light Platinum. No, the, well, the Peach Rosé. Hmm. Probably the Peach Rosé. I had some Bloodlight Light Platinum in Chicago, and it was very good. <laughs> the like, Somali. It was better than Goodfellas.
2: <sighs> I think that we need to have a video portion of this <laughs> podcast people we to watch to see the enthusiasm of which Bill just spoke about, <laughs> like, platinum seltzers.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, baby steps. <laughs> I don't want to edit video, too. He
2: pointed to the screen and everything.
1: <laughs> his okay. eyes rolled back in his head. It was yeah. delicious.
2: Well, I think that, I think we discovered that uh, speaking about a movie like Goodfellas, that, I've, you know, you liked enough, we all like, doesn't really... Give us a lot of content here, so I think we should. Yeah,
0: go I mean, Pee-wee into Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, because yeah,
2: we have some time. So probably you
1: guys recently watched Pee-wee?
2: Yes, and probably mm. fifty times in my life.
1: Yeah, this was probably what a year ago, right Yeah,
2: yeah, sometime before quarantine, not too long before.
1: Yeah, yep. ten months. So I have two questions.
0: The first is, who is that movie
2: made for? It's made for everybody, parents and kids alike. No, no, it's would, not. As you would talk about no. in Toy Story.
1: No, no,
0: nope. no way.
1: It,
2: no. Do you know who the main creators of Pee Wee Herman are? Paul Rubens no. is Pee Wee and Phil Hartman from Saturday Night Live fame.
0: So Sure, yeah, he was in the movie. I don't think he was.
2: When was he in the movie?
0: Phil Hartman was in the movie. He was, when? uh, towards the end. He was like, uh, he was a police officer or something, or maybe he was in the movie at the end of the movie
2: for like one second or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't in it very long, but, okay. uh,
2: yeah, I, became, you know, yeah.
0: I, w- I was starting to check out at that point and I recognized his voice and looked up and I was like, Oh, that's Phil Hartman. Yeah. So. Cause everybody's, who do you think it's made for? Well, it's, it's not made for little kids. You know, you you can't say it's a family movie like Toy Story because it's it's the humor is more of like on that SNL level or, you know, maybe not quite there. But like, you know, more like Simpsons, Family Guy, that sort of thing where it's it's not it's visually designed to be appealing to a younger audience. But the humor itself isn't going to be grasped by most young kids, kids. I would say, under teenage.
2: My kids love Pee Wee's Playhouse. They watch it all the time, and it's very similar. Uh, they haven't watched the movie yet. That's probably on the list for watching this week. But um, mm-hmm. there's no. The thing is, though, you say it's not for kids, but there's no. There's no adult comedy in it. There's. It's not like they're. It's not tongue in cheek. It's very straightforward. Like it's pretty yeah. wholesome movie. The there's a
1: lot of thing. silliness. Yeah.
0: It, there's. There's an abundance of silliness. <laughs> now, what's what's the plot? If you were to to sum up the plot in two sentences, what's the plot of that movie? Pee-wee's bike gets stolen
2: and he's trying to get it back. It's a high it's a high concept movie.
1: Yeah, Pee-wee is it, trying to get his bike back and hilarity ensues.
0: Sort of. There it feels like there's a whole middle section where he's not even Searching for the bike anymore, like when he gets picked up by the murderer and they fall off the cliff. I mean, and I then he ends up in. Ta- did you call him a murderer? Oh, wait. Sorry, he ripped the tag off a pillow, right? <laughs> off a mattress <laughs> or a mattress. Yes. It's,
2: I yeah. mean, it's weird. It's weird that you want to consider that murder. But we're fine. Keep going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well. So okay, sorry. He had a murder vibe. Okay. <laughs> uh, so then, like, you don't see why that gets- is the funny right there because you did
2: assume that this guy was a murderer, and then we talk about you like, oh no, he just ripped a tag off a mattress, <laughs> and he's on the right. On the no, that, from that the was police.
0: Yeah, at that point, he's. Not really looking for his bike until he ends up in Texas and sees the that the actor kid has it on TV in the Hollywood thing. He's like given the bike in the nun show or something. Well, because he found out that the Alamo doesn't have a basement. Yeah. And everyone laughed at him for that. You know, it was hard to watch. So <laughs> <laughs> he thought his bike was in the basement of the Alamo, right? Yes.
2: Yes. Because the fortune teller told him that.
0: Okay, and I don't remember why.
2: Because the fortune teller, right. stole his, she was like, tell. she looked in his wallet, and then she saw outside a sign that said, like, big owls and mows, and she put it together and said, at the Alamo. And then it was like, deals in the basement. And she's like, in the basement. And then, so he went to the Alamo to see them, and then he saw it on TV and came back to Hollywood and did find it. It's also a coming-of-age story for a young sure. man who's an adult.
0: <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Like in a coming of age story, usually there is some moment of growth or change. Well, he ended up hanging
2: out with Dottie by the end, who he was trying to ignore. Yeah, the sort whole of. Time. I mean, you know, they had yeah. Of stuff. Yeah. So, did you get to the large march part of the movie with eyes wide open?
0: Yeah, yeah. So you you told me that there was something scary in the movie that was the scariest thing you'd ever seen, and I figured it was probably that, but it wasn't. Scary. It was just weird when they cut to the googly-eyed claymation toy thing.
2: So I was tormented as a child. I saw that and was just scared out of my mind. And my dad used to take the VHS tape and pause it when I'd walk in the room, so I'd see it. It would scare me. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I don't get. I didn't. Never got scared of a lot of things in my life, and that was one of them. Um, I always thought that was a funny, unique story until I became about. 20 25 and we ended up having a conversation similar to this and everyone was like oh my god large marge everyone was scared of her everybody as a child it just did it i thought it was just a weird thing that i that was, oh, this is silly nope everyone thought it was scary
1: yeah and i'd second that it yeah freaked me out and i didn't have like nightmares over it but yeah
2: i didn't have nightmares but it was scary and it came out of nowhere yeah that 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 whole thing, that whole part of that movie, is just like, what just happened, and why did I see this? And you look at it now, you are—it like, is claymation, but like it is, it turns into the scary part, and you don't know why it's there, and that's what's nerve wracking about it.
0: Okay, maybe as a child, sure, but yeah, I can watch it now. Not <laughs> really. Yeah. <laughs> no, the the weirder part in all of this that I I think it would be wrong for us to gloss over is that your dad would watch Pee-wee's big adventure on VHS and pause it at that part. When you walked into the room, what was, what was he doing? Just watching Pee-wee's big adventure on VHS all the well, time.
2: It's a great movie. And I just remember him doing that a couple of times. I think that we were watching it together and maybe a couple of times I had left the room when that part was coming on and I'd come back and it would be paused. There was some situations to be funny. Um, do you like Tim Burton movies?
0: Uh, some of them.
2: Okay. I just wonder if that aesthetic
0: didn't You want to f- like a list?
2: No, I don't. Cause I don't really like his movies. Um, I like that
0: movie. Man, I, cause I, I love Nightmare Before Christmas. I hate that. <laughs> uh, that movie's fantastic. I like Edward Scissorhands. I like, that's okay. Um, I like, uh, Sweeney Todd. That's, I don't like that. You don't like musicals. I love musicals. Nightmare Before Christmas and Sweeney Todd are musicals.
2: Yeah, one's a claymation thing that I don't think is very good. I don't think the songs are any good in it. And Sweeney Todd, I think, was just done poorly.
0: I I think culturally, objectively, people would say that the music in Nightmare Before Christmas is good.
2: Probably. Everyone I know, I don't know anybody that doesn't like it except for me, which is fine. Um, I just don't, I don't love Tim Burton movies. I like about three of, I like, I dislike more of them than i like.
0: Yeah, I'd go with that. Is Pee-wee Herman a Tim Burton movie?
2: Pee-wee Big Adventure is, yes. It's his first major motion picture. Can't you tell by the colors? Okay,
0: so and, uh, I, I just thought that was a Pee-wee thing. It is, but it was also a Tim Burton thing. He, he made that movie. See, it it feels to me like it's a movie only for people that liked and watched the show. If you were coming into that movie and had never seen Pee-wee's Playhouse, that you would think this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen.
2: Um, I'm pretty, I'm like 90% sure that Pee-wee's Playhouse was after the movie was made. There used to be a Broadway Pee-wee show. It was called the Pee-wee Herman Show. And he did like Pee-wee's Playhouse on stage. And that was it. And then they made the movie. And then Pee-wee's Playhouse was a televised TV show.
0: That's insane. (laughs) Um, That couldn't have been a commercial success in theaters.
2: uh, I think, I mean, Pee Wee, you you have to think about, I mean, you know who Pee Wee Herman is and you always have. Right? Even if you hadn't seen the movies, you know he exists, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, there's there's definitely, there definitely was a popularity to it. But like, you know... I don't know a lot of people that ever quote or talk about Pee-wee Herman or Pee-wee's Big Adventure or anything like that. It's just something that we know is out there, you know. I think it's like might... like it has a cult following.
2: Yeah, you might see it more now that you've seen the movie, though. You might hear things. I mean, I've heard people say I'm a loner. I'm a loner, dotty, a rebel, like forever. And it's from that movie, you know, and you'll probably discover because you know it. It's the opposite of Goodfellas, right? Where you had heard all these things so much that you saw them in the movie. You're like, Oh, it's from this thing. But now maybe you'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's from that thing.
0: Yeah. But you know, there's just, there's a bunch of those movies out there that you kind of know about that you've never seen, at least for me, <laughs> you know, I've like to- I've never seen De- deer Hunter. And I think I'm, have heard lines quoted from that or Can maybe it, it's taxi driver. I get those mixed up.
2: It's it's taxi driver. Okay. And I watched that movie two nights ago.
0: I've never seen it.
2: Right. I know you haven't, but I, I wouldn't necessarily tell you to watch it either. Um, Except maybe you should have seen, I mean, we'll get there when we get to the classics. I think right now we're just based on these like real obvious things that it's weird. You haven't seen Um, the problem we run into too, with some of the stuff is like you, it's hard to get in the mindset of stuff from a child's point of view, you know, a 12 or 13 year old, one of your kids might like Pee Wee's Big Adventure.
0: Maybe it's possible. That might be an interesting experiment. Right. Uh,
2: (laughs) When if they did, what we could really do is branch watch Big Top Pee Wee when he joins the circus. It's the bad, it's the one, it's the failure.
0: Yeah, that's probably not, (laughs) if what I saw was the success, I don't think I can handle the failure. (laughs) Um, See, and I, but I think that goes into more my comment with all of that stuff. Like we were talking about with the Rolling Stones last week is that if you don't, if you're not exposed to it as a kid, a lot of it doesn't hold up and wouldn't be considered good if it was released today.
2: Yeah, but I think that it's just like watching Taxi Driver. That movie is from the 70s and it's, you know, scuzzy New York setting and it's, there's a lot of things that just aren't relevant right now, but it's still a good movie, but you have to put yourself in a position to be like, well, you know, there's old stuff. I don't know what this was. I don't get this part of it, but you can still see why it was good. Um, actually, just to interject real quick. Yeah, um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure cost in 1985. It cost six million dollars to make, and domestic box office was forty point nine million dollars.
0: It was point nine million dollars. Forty point nine million.
1: So it okay. was kind of a hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, for a budget of $6 million, they made $40 million? Yeah, it's huge. And in 1985,
2: that's even bigger, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it made, so it made $30 million.
2: Yes, but
0: for a comedy... An you know, indie what?
1: comedy.
2: Yeah. Um, well, and so when I think about these movies, it kind of makes me think of some other things. Um, I don't want to just list off too many things, but have you ever seen The
0: Goonies? Oh my God, I hate The Goonies. Have you seen it? So my senior year of high school, our home ec teacher put it on like the last week of school because a bunch of people wanted to watch it and I had never seen it before. And I was just like, this is dumb.
1: And I'm going to I'm going to actually side with Bill on this. I never saw it when I was young and it sucks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it does.
2: I like it, but. I'm. I'm not mad.
1: We we are in the minority for sure. I understand that. That most people are like, "Fuck yeah, the Goonies are awesome." Bill, Karate Kid.
0: Uh, yeah. I I've seen all of the Karate Kid movies. Okay. And I think the first one, if I had to rank them all, I would rank them
1: the The best one's the one with Hilary Swank, right?
0: That's the second best one. <laughs> the be- the best one is the original Karate Kid. Then the second best one is the Hillary Swank one, and the third best one is the one with Jackie Chan and uh, Will Smith's kid. So the order actually
2: goes <laughs> one, three, two. <laughs> nothing else counts.
0: <laughs> okay, so in here's here's some details in. 1985 Pee-wee's Big Adventure was the 15th highest grossing film of the year. What was number of 1 of that year? Yes. Back to the Future.
2: Okay. So <laughs> the hit of the deck okay. What was what was number 10? Do you have a list in front of you?
0: Yeah, you want to know here it was Back to the Future,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Beverly Hills Cop, mm-hmm. Rambo First Blood Part 2. Rocky 4, Cocoon, Witness, The Goonies, Police Academy 2, Jesus, uh, Fletch, uh, View to a Kill, National Lampoon's European Vacation, The Breakfast Club, Pale Rider, and then Pee-wee's Big Adventure, which was basically a tie with Brewster's Millions and then Pee-wee's Big Adventure made $300,000 more than the re-release of E.T. Yeah. So now do you think it's not a success? I mean, it did okay. It wasn't like you you're talking about for a comedy. Um there's several comedies that beat it that year and sure. some of them are terrible too. How much how much money did Back to the Future make? 190 million?
2: Okay. So Almost five times as much <laughs> as Pee Wee. I mean, you think about uh-huh. the caliber of movies those are. You're talking about my favorite yeah. movie of all
0: time. What, so, Right. What's the caliber of National Lampoon's European vacation? It's the worst vacation movie, and it's terrible. Yeah. but And it, it did was, better than Pee Wee's Big Adventure.
1: But it was a follow-up to a huge movie. And it was high production value. They were on location. They spent a bunch of money filming that movie.
2: How much does it say that national, that European vacation made
0: 49 million?
2: Yeah. That's what I see here also. So I mean, 9 million bucks more. I mean, you're looking at these movies, 40 million. What did you say? Number th- like five was cocoon. And that made how much
0: 76 million.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you're, you're you can't, you got to think in dollars back then, 40 million is pretty big for a kid's movie. That's the only that's the only yeah. movie you read off there
0: that's rated PG. What about The Goonies?
2: Uh mm, yeah, you're right. Maybe P- that might be that's probably PG. And yeah. The Goonies had Corey Feldman and Corey Haim in it at the time. World's biggest stars, you know what I mean? It's a I mean it's a successful movie. You can't say it's it was number 15 of the year. The yeah.
1: Goonies was rated PG for the record. Yeah.
2: Okay. It's a good one. And Witness I just watched that last week. This is weird that these movies are coming up that I'm watching. I just watched these old things. That was a terrible movie. I've never seen acting as bad as Harrison Ford in that movie.
0: It's worse than him playing and regarding Henry. <laughs> I rem- I haven't seen Witness, but I remember liking regarding Henry. But the acting, do yourself a favor. If you want to dislike <laughs> um, Harrison Ford more, pop that movie on. Mm-hmm. Man, it's it's interesting that number nine was Fletch and number 11 was National Lampoon's European yeah. Vacation. Were those both Chevy Chase movies? Yes. Yep. I I hate Chevy Chase. Everything he's ever done.
1: I'm not well, a big fan, but, I mean, some of his stuff is funny.
2: Yeah, I mean, I enjoy I, enjoy I just, Vacation a lot. It's slapstick. Vacation. Right, and I'm not a big slapstick guy myself, and I don't think that the movies that I like him in Necessarily because of him, like I like vacation a lot, but I like everybody in those in that movie. Hmm. Uh, Christmas Vacation. There's some funny things that happen. There's just some funny lines in that movie. It's not about. It's not when he falls off the roof. It's not when he you know does. I mean, some of the stuff is funny ish. Well, but it's the little things that are funny. And his
1: role in moments. in Christmas Vacation too is more. All the crazy things are happening to him, and he's miserable because of it. He's trying to do good. He's not trying to be the heel but all this shit is happening to him. I think that's better than when he's trying to be a jerk.
2: Yeah. Well, and since we're talking about Christmas vacation, uh, we're balls deep into November right now and we're getting real close to December. And I think we should probably just pull out the big guns and that's a how the calendar works. Get a Christmas story out of the way. Um,
0: I haven't oh, checked.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think we're ready. And Bill, I don't know if you want to think about this. Um, I can vouch for that it's a very family-friendly movie. You don't have to watch it by yourself. Um
0: I'm sure my wife has seen it.
2: Right. Your kids probably your kids might like it as well. Um it might be more enjoyable as a family affair. It's hard to say. Depends on the family, I guess. Sure.
1: Um,
0: yeah, no, we can we'll watch we'll do a screening of a Christmas story. Let's see. There's probably one other thing that I should either watch or listen to, right? For sure. I'm
2: trying to think this week. Did we touch on anything that was surprising? It's it's hard because nothing. I'm just kind of dead inside when I'm on this podcast talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh. I just, I can't think of too many things. I just, I feel like the void is so vast of things to pick that I get lost and I don't know what to pick anymore. Um, And I get, I get sad when I see how much you don't like the things that we're picking. Okay. um, You know, I was, I, I've had some time to do some soul searching (laughs) in the last six minutes. (laughs) And, you know, I was just giving Bill a bunch of shit for not having seen things and how he doesn't like things. But I've also decided that as this podcast goes, not everything has to be great. You just have to have seen it and had that experience so you can exist as a human being on this planet. Right. (laughs) Have you ever seen young guns, Bill? no let's see stuff like young guns is uh gonna have to just come up at some point where you got to watch how do you feel about westerns
0: uh i think i remember liking city is that a western
1: <laughs> technically yes
0: uh eric anyway, just it's just gold. i i liked i like the quick and the dead okay,
2: okay. have you ever seen a, have you ever seen clean
0: eastwood movie uh yeah, I watched uh <laughs> sorry, have you ever seen a Clint- Wait, no. The go Mule. Ahead. Yeah. you <laughs> <His laughs> No, I watched that movie. I watched The Mule when he was he was smuggling drugs. Yeah.
2: Have you ever seen a Clint Eastwood western? Have you ever seen The Good, the Bad and the Ugly? So good. It's no. amazing.
0: Oh. Uh, he was also in Paint
2: Your Wagon, right? I can't remember. I think he might be in it, but I don't remember. Um but hang Hang 'em High High Plains Drifter for a few dollars more. But we got to get you on the uh, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah. You have to have just seen it. It's amazing. It's really long, and you got to devote fuck, some time. Fuck,
1: it's so good, though. I know. Like, that is isn't a legit old movie I will watch. Like, I will get excited to watch. Like, oh, fuck, I'm going to watch that movie. It's be awesome.
2: Bill, do you have time yeah. to throw in the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly and A Christmas Story?
0: Uh, are they streaming? The Good and Bad, The Ugly is on AMC streaming. Okay, I can and, probably get that.
2: And I think that's probably fine because um, there's nothing they're going to – they won't cut much out of that. And there'll be commercials. It's going to be no. even longer for you. <laughs> it's it might it's worth a rental if you are interested.
1: If you're that committed to the okay. program. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> can you commit to this program? <laughs> uh, I'll see what I can do. Okay. Well, I can I, definitely do a Christmas story.
2: Yeah. If you can do good, ben Lugo, let me know because I will, I will rewatch it as well just so we can talk about it more. Cause it is very good.
1: Yeah. I'll watch it.
2: I've seen it lots, but, uh, um, okay. I'll do it again.
0: Uh, okay. I'll pop down to the local blockbuster and grab it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
2: The old time, ty- I mean, that's probably the only place you can get it. It's old enough, yeah. Um, I actually, I mean, I'm 90% sure
0: I own it.
1: Uh, Rick, your microphone died
0: and it didn't go out quietly. Try you know, that old uh poem. <laughs> <laughs> The one that goes, "Do not go gentle into that good night, but <laughs> yes, rage, rage yes. against the dying of the light." Yeah, that's what that reminded me of.
1: I think you need to unplug uh, it and plug it back in, brah. Yeah.
0: How about now? Unless you want me yeah, to do my back poetry back. corner segment.
1: Oh, Bill's poetry corner. <laughs> well, we we do need some
2: segments. Um, I don't know how my phone, my microphone just died like that. But I don't know. Whatever. It
1: sounded like death in my ear holes. <laughs> good. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it raged okay. raged against the dying of the light <laughs>
2: uh, so we are set on a christmas story i don't need to watch it yet i will be waiting a little while but i will be watching it again this year uh, we can talk about that all yeah
1: day. i i feel like a christmas story is burned in my brain well enough that i don't need to rewatch <laughs> it to talk about it
2: yeah okay. okay so we will require you to watch the Christmas story that I think we're going to see that Bill's going to
0: put this movie at the top of the climometer at this point. And this, yeah, it's a climometer. Uh, is it a climometer or, movie or the Christmas story? Is no, there an extra mom in there? I don't, there? Know, where you're, I don't know, you're, know where you're getting your mom. <laughs> is your, your, your mom
2: in there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, now I got to back off the mic. Uh, Yeah. The, uh, this movie is one in particular that, I know I should have seen. It's been talked about many, many times. It's just one of those ones where I've just never made the effort because I'm pretty sure it's not going to hold up, but I'm sure it'll be fine.
2: I don't agree. I think that you've actively tried to avoid it out of spite, but that's <laughs> your silence speaks
1: volumes, Bill.
2: Um, Yeah, it's it It will hold up because it's not. Yeah, we'll see. I'm. I'll be interested. Uh, but I, I think it should top your list. I mean, it can't be worse than your Pee-wee recommendation, I don't think.
1: Nope. Nope. Cannot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Bill's assignment for this week, Christmas Story. And if he has time, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's our weekly extra credit. Yes. Pick. <laughs> Check out.
0: Shit! I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? Um uh it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it.
1: To end each week, we like to <coughs> run down where we're at in the climometer. Um we just established a few marks on the climometer. Uh Bill, do you want to run it down?
0: Sure. So there's not a whole lot on the Climometer yet, but as of right now, Goodfellas is at the top of the list, followed by most of the Rolling Stones songs that I listened to. And then at the very bottom would be uh, Pee-Wee's Big Adventure, which was absolute trash on the Climometer.
1: So Pee-Wee's Big Adventure would be White Claw... Rolling Stones are Bud Light Platinum Seltzer, and uh, Goodfellas is the Peach Rose San Juan Island Seltzer.
0: Mm. I mean, that's that's putting Goodfellas up there pretty high, but with what we have to work with, yes, that would be
1: accurate. All right. All right. We need
2: some sound effects for <laughs> the climamometer.
1: <laughs> it would be the sound of a clam sh- shedding. <laughs> <laughs> or, or opening and then shutting.
0: <laughs> Good one.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like you've never heard clam jokes about your name before.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's, that's brand new. Yeah. Just okay. like
1: I've never heard uh, I've died of AIDS jokes in my life. <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> I don't
0: know where that came from.
1: <laughs> Me neither. There was a kid in the 80s. That got a blood transfusion (laughs) and got AIDS from AIDS-tainted blood, and his name was Ryan White.
2: Oh, yeah, from Kokomo, Indiana. And (laughs) became a national poster child for HIV and AIDS in the United States.
1: In junior high, all I heard was, oh, your name is Ryan White? Didn't you die of AIDS? (laughs) You had some (laughs) clever kids. Yes, motherfucker. I died of AIDS, and now I'm here. (laughs)
2: Get that drop.
1: (laughs) Isolated. (laughs) All right, everybody. The climometer's been updated. Um, Bill has new assignments. Rick's broken his microphone at least a couple times. I think we're about ready to call it. The (laughs) anger. The rage. (laughs) The pure, (laughs) unadulterated hate for what Bill doesn't know. Well, we will see you all next week on... The Miseducation of Sheltered Bill. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.